Welcome in to another episode of the Cali Green Monster Show. I'm your host, Dean Ryan, coming to you here from the Tesla Studios here in beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. It is Wednesday, April 14th, 2021, and I have a little bit different show for you guys today. You know, it was kind of grappling with the idea of even recording the show today. I... You know, April 14th is a significant date. You know, it wasn't always significant, but I guess last year it did become significant. You see, um, April 14th is exactly one year, you know, the one year anniversary of my mom passing away, you know, losing her battle with cancer. And. You know, there's a lot of emotions, you know, kind of leading up to this day. I think that, you know, as it kind of drew closer, you start, I would start having moments of, oh, like, you know, it was like, oh, this was the last, you know, last, when Christmas came by, it was like, oh, you know, it's been a year since our last Christmas. And then I remember like, oh, this is the, you know, year since I last got to see her in person. It's like, oh, like, it's a year since... I think I FaceTimed her last. And then so, you know, it's kind of weird now that it's exactly, it's one year that she's not around. So obviously, you know, with this show, you know, it's a daily show I bring to you every morning because, as I've mentioned in the past, I have things to say about lots of stuff. Most of the times it's sports. Sometimes it's TV shows I'm watching or sometimes it's just dumb stuff that's going on in pop culture so obviously on a day like today there's not much I want to talk about other than you know maybe reflecting and talking about my mom you know it's like you know not wanting to talk about much that that's one of the reasons for possibly not wanting to have a show today but I could just hear my mom being like Dean like record your show like don't like not have a show on the account of me like please and like that's how she was you know she was such a selfless person and she would never want you to go out of your way for to trouble yourself for you know on the account of her or you know she was always doing stuff for everybody else and you know and she was also just I don't know she was like the biggest supporter especially you know I feel like for like me and my brother there was never anything that either of us would do that we didn't feel like we had our mom's support or that she wasn't there or that she wouldn't be there cheering us on that's one of the reasons why I end most of these podcasts and I like to really show my appreciation and my thanks for everyone that takes the time to listen everyone that takes the time to download and subscribe and give any sort of attention to the show and to <laughs> to your old buddy who's recording out of his car in front of his work every weekday morning because you know whenever I see those numbers and the downloads and seeing that I have unique viewers and new listeners if my mom was around I would know that every single episode one of those downloads would be from her you know kind of like when people say you know you start to feel like you're really a rock star when people other than your mom are showing up to your shows so it's that's one of the things that's weird about having something like this 
where I feel like it's totally built for a mom to come and support you. <laughs> and I feel like my mom would totally have been the one to be downloading every episode and leaving me a message like, hey, kid, like good show today. Or, hey, kid, that was so funny when you said this. And, you know, I always miss that. I'll, I still have, you know, but probably 90% of my voicemail inbox is voicemails from my mom, you know, and it's always very, they're all pretty similar. Like, hey, kid, nothing much, just checking in, want to see how your day went. And it's funny when, you know, when your your parents are still around or your mom's still around and you know, when you're younger and in college and you take sometimes those things for granted. And it's funny because now it's like that's that's like one of the things that only things you could hope for is being able to you know get a new message like that and so I'm I'm glad that I saved those I was able to use them in a video like a tribute video that I made for my mom so I you know for the one year passing I did reach out to friends and family to get as many pictures as I could of her and I wanted to just be able to put a video together you know so you know just kind of to show you know, all the good memories that my mom made with so many people and how much joy she brought to the world. I want something that me and my brother and my dad and can go back and look at. I want something that my son Marcel can look at and see how much his grandma loved him. Like how much joy she got from just holding him. You know, it's like, that's sometimes the, some of the hardest things. You know, I love my son so much. I don't, I, it's, I remember my mom telling me that you don't know, like, a parent's love until you have a kid. And it's true. You know, every day I look at my son and I'm just overwhelmed with emotion of just how much I love him. And, but it, sometimes I, I get so sad because I just see some of the funny shit he does and how sarcastic he is and how jokey he is and some of the crazy stuff when he, he's jumping off the couch and you know just babbling and just how much of a kick my mom would have gotten from you know getting into to know Marcel because I mean the Marcel that she knew was just uh, I, I describe him as he was just basically a human slug you know he's just a, a little thing that just lays there he rolls it over he can lift his head up and kind of go uh but there's there's not much going there but my mom didn't care you know up until the couple months before she passed away the COVID-19 happened and I feel like there was you know there wasn't very many silver linings with being locked down like that but one of the things that was nice was I was working from home for a couple weeks there and every morning I would you know take Marcel and I would sit him in his high chair and make him his little oats with some berries or some oats and mix it with some baby food and I would feed Marcel and have my mom on FaceTime and we would sit there for like an hour and she would just watch him eat his food and just get such a kick out of it and literally just you know even if he Marcel would smile my mom would just laugh and have the best time with it and you know it's like she was just so proud of her grandson and you know I've shared this with people with some people and I figure I share it here is you know, like right before my mom passed, like, I mean, you know, the evening she passed, you know, we, we were fortunate enough to be able to bring her home. And I remember my my aunt, who was 
well, by two, both my aunts were, you know, they're nurses and they were taking care of my mom. And one of my aunts had kind of let me know, like, hey, Dean, like, it's, it's almost time, you know, kind of like letting me know that my mom really didn't have much more time left and, and told me to bring Marcel in there. You know, she knew how much Marcel meant to my mom. And, you know, I brought, my wife and I brought Marcel in there. I think my brother was in there. And at the time, my son was just learning how to stand up on his own. And I put Marcel on my mom's lap. And, you know, he was just staring up at his grandma. And, you know, he... You know, with the help of his grandma, he, he, he put his hands on her, and he was able to stand up on his own. And I remember looking at my mom's face, and, you know, her mouth kind of did a few things. And it, I like to think that she was blowing him a kiss or something. Because right after that, she stopped breathing, and she passed away. And I like to think that she was just, you know, she was happy to, she was, she was absolutely happy to be in her home, surrounded by her kids, surrounded by her grandson. And, and, and I like to think that her last moment on earth was, was bliss for her. So that's a nice memory. And I have tons of them. You know, this is a sports podcast. And I'm sorry. I'm trying to gather myself here. I have so many nice memories when it involves me in sports. You know, I think of all the afternoons my mom drove my brother and I out to Ontario for our punky skating lessons. That's where I learned how to have such a good stride. My mom used to say one of her favorite things was to watch me take my first step on the ice and watch me just kind of glide out there. I think that's why it hurt her so much when I stopped playing hockey. I don't blame her. <laughs> she was the best fan. I mean, even when I was, you know, I remember when I was, it would annoy me so much when I'd be out there and I could hear from the stands her saying, skate, <laughs> Dean, skate, and be like, I am, I fucking am. You know, but she couldn't help it. She was just a crazy hockey mom. And she was still a hockey mom up until as long as I wanted to play hockey, even up in college when I would randomly go play pickup hockey over in, in Anaheim at the South Coast Ice Rink. You know, I think it's now Constantine Hockey School, but I would go there at 10, 10.30 at night. She'd go there with my Uncle John and just watch me play pickup with a bunch of old dudes. That was just, that was enough for her to, you know, watch me play hockey. Even when I moved down to San Diego and I started playing, you know, company intramural softball, I almost had to convince her to not come down to San Diego and watch me play. You know, my mom was the best sports fan. She was the best sports mom. I think one of the, you know, I'm such a big sports fan now because she always supported that. She supported me playing sports, you know, took me to baseball games. You know, I'm a big Boston Red Sox and New England Patriots fan that always stems from going to Boston and it was me and my mom that went to Boston together I have one of my favorite pictures of my mom that's in my bedroom at home of me and her in the subway at Boston just in, in a Boston subway and you know I just 
you know, it's, I have so many good memories and, you know, being able to sit back and talk about her like this and talk about her with people and just being able to reflect on everything. It's, although it can be sad, it makes me happy that, you know, that she was in my life. And although I have a lot of things to be grateful for, there'll always be that hole in my heart, you know, of my mom not being here. But, you know, I know that it's not goodbye forever that, you know, I'll see her again sometime. Before I get out of here, I just wanted to, you know, share a song, I guess, that meant a lot to me over these past, you know, this past, I don't know, at least for the past couple months and has helped me or has brought me comfort since my mom's passed away. It's it's a song from this band, Year of the Buffalo. You know, it's called If I Go. And I remember the first time I, I heard it, it felt it was the closest thing to feeling like my mom was talking to me and it's something you know it's 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 kind of a sad song but it's also like I said it kind of gives me comfort in a way and I've shared it to a few people like my brother and you know my aunt and you know some of my mom's friends and you know I think I'll share it here as well you know I think it's also significant that Jake Trago, the singer of the band, you know, he's he's a young dude, young dude in his 30s, and recently he got diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer, and I think I saw on Twitter today that he was, you know, today's one of his chemos, so, you know, I'm wearing blue for colon cancer, you know, in support, you know, sending all my positive vibes, you know, his way, hopefully that goes well. And I'm going to leave you here with If I Go from You're the Buffalo. I hope you have a great one, guys. Peace. Time gonna slip Time gonna fade You go through the motion Day after day Where does it go? It just fades away Before you know Gone like yesterday If I go, go tomorrow and you can't go with me I'd beg at Stephen and borrow one more hour is all I need just to look you in the eyes and tell you one more time I have loved you all the days of my life All the days of my life Since you were young I've always known 
you would do great things Oh, the places you will go As I look on proudly At how much you've grown It all the life, the love and the peace In this world that you have so If I go, go tomorrow You can't go with me I'd beg, I'd steal and I'd borrow One more hour is all I need Just to look you in the eyes Until days of mine I'm sorry I left you But he called me home I'll keep my eyes on you As I set out to roll No, I'm always with you The light you have shown No, I'll always love you And you'll never be alone Can't say that I promise That I'd stick around So hear my words to you Before I'm glory bound Before I'm glory bound Before I'm glory bound If I go, go I'd steal, honey, I'd borrow One more hour is all I need Just to look you in the eyes And tell you one more time I have loved you all the days of days of mine